Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. Welcome back, everybody, to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt. And my name's Jenna. Casey, you still laughing about this? <laughs> This podcast is brought to you every single week, and it's all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. Jenna and I both are registered nurses, and I'm a personal trainer. In this world of fitness, we just lose our minds with happiness. And today we wanted to talk about something that is, uh, it was brought up uh, from actually one of you, the listeners, and I wanted to highlight that person, sort of delve into the topic, because I know a lot of people are going to benefit from it. Um, but Jenna, before we dive in, tell them about iTunes. Why do you do this to me every time? Try again. Let's go. <laughs> Take it away. iTunes. It's good. It's good. Leave a comment on iTunes. It's the, what do you say? The lifeblood of a podcast. You can tell she just does not give a crap about the iTunes reviews. <laughs> Guys, if you... It's not that I don't give a crap. It's that Matt is the leader of this podcast, and he comes prepared, or he's supposed to come prepared with all of these plugs and lines and all of this. I'm here for the beauty aspect of this podcast, especially since I just ran a couple of miles and I'm sweaty and stinky. Speaking of beauty, part of this portion, part of this what... This podcast is also on YouTube. If you want to see this podcast, we are on YouTube at the BTYE Podcast. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Play. It's on all sorts of platforms that I don't even know. And if you want to leave a review anywhere, it's fantastic, but iTunes is big. It's the lifeblood of a podcast. We truly appreciate it. Whether it's a positive or negative comment, you're right. I do sound pretty good saying it. You do. Before we hop into the show, we always hit you with our gratitude point. Gratitude point. Gratitude point is something that we feel gratitude for in the moment. It can be something large, could be something small, doesn't matter. If it shifts your perspective, it did its job. So take the time right now to think about something. Pause for a second, Jenna. Sure, they could press pause, but... Okay, did you think of anything? I hope so. Because now we're going to hit you with ours. Jenna? Go ahead. Thank you. What a gentlemanly thing to do. Um, so right now it is the end of October. And the last couple of days have finally here in sunny Florida gotten a little bit cooler outside. And um, so today I decided to go for a day run, which I tried a couple of weeks ago and about died from a heat stroke because it was so hot out. Um but I went for a run. It was so nice. It's cool outside. It's breezy. It's sunny. It's like the perfect combination of like warm, sunny day, but it's breezy and cool outside. Um, and it was really nice to just go outside and do something active during the day. Um, and to add on to that, I listened to our podcast, <laughs> as weird as that sounds, but um, I listened to our podcast. It was the one actually... Um, at the time of recording this right now, Andy's podcast, I think it's 22, 22 yep. just came out. And so I was listening to it. Um, and I really like listening to podcasts rather than music Yeah. Uh, when I'm 
exercising because you really sometimes I feel like if you know the music yeah it's upbeat and kind of gets you going but you kind of tune it out because I like to focus on oh my gosh it's only been two minutes oh my gosh I've only ran a mile I've only ran a quarter of a mile and I start like doing the stupid exercise math do you do that where you're like um okay if I break it down I wanted to run this far so that means it's this far this many times or I wanted to run for 30 minutes and I've only ran for two minutes that means I need to do this how many more times to get to 30 minutes that's what I do that's the exercise math I do it constantly and it helps pass the time because I'm not good at math and so it takes me a long time to do that Um, but when I'm listening to a podcast I really get immersed in what they're saying and the time goes by quicker and I don't concentrate on my legs hurt, my belly hurts, or whatever. Um, so I appreciate learning something new as far as exercising to kind of distract my mind. So that's, I guess that was a couple of random points there. I got to tell you, mm-hmm. if that's how you relax and decompress, I would lose my mind. So I'm glad it works for you. If it works for you, that's all that matters. Now you know why. Like getting on the treadmill or getting on the elliptical at the gym is not relaxing for me, not at all. Yeah, it would make it. It would make sense as to why. Yeah. Sweet Lord, woman. Well, I was just gonna say I'm appreciative of refrigerators. So uh, yeah, I, I think you beat me on that one. Although it's not a competition, guys. But yeah, I'm very th- I'm very thankful for refrigerators. I saw a. I was, about to, I was about to say I was reading a book, but who am I kidding? Um, I saw a video somewhere about, um, it was basically this nomadic family and like, you know, they didn't have a fridge. They didn't have all that, but they just, you know, they lived day to day and that was their life and that's what they loved. And I thought about that and I was like, oh my God, I would not be able to meal prep. I don't know how that would go. Um, <laughs> but so I love meal prepping. Had I not have a fridge or freezer, I would be SOL for my brain. That does a lot because... I'm able to meal prep it and grab it as we go throughout the weeks. So I'm very happy, very happy for the refrigerator. Such a basic thing. It is. I want to dive into this and I want to shout out Nick Scott. Brother, if you're, if you're hearing this, I really, really, truly appreciate you reaching out. Um, he is in Cincinnati, all the way up in uh, Jenna's home state. Hey, Ohio. And, uh, it was so cool. He, he reached out to me and, um, I think, I think Nick might have found me through the better, not the better, uh, the Get Well, Get Money podcast, the podcast I used to be on before this. And um, he he also was on one of the live streams. Um, and he said, uh, he said, hey, man, I love your stuff and uh, all that. And then he started to tell us about his journey. And um, I asked him, he was totally cool with it, but he told me that he is now 35 pounds down in two months. And I was very interested to hear, like, how did you do it? And he, he told me that he started with the nutrition piece, which I was just immediately, I was like, you nailed it, man. Yeah. You nailed it. Because, and I was actually telling him, that's that's usually everyone's last piece. And, yeah. and in all respect, it was my last piece. It was four years into me lifting weights and training and bodybuilding and all that before I ever looked at nutrition. Four years. It's preposterous. Um, but he was asking, you know, some general questions and then very specific questions to him and his situation. And, um, it was just a really good conversation, really nice guy. And, uh, I really appreciate that. Appreciate you reaching out, Nick. And I wanted to sort of dedicate an episode to you 
with the topics that I know is going to help numerous people, and that really is beginner basics of fitness. Jenna and I racked our brains with sort of the basics and what we learned in the beginning and now knowing what we know now, and really the high points, the important points that, uh, you know, there's so m- there's, there are much more points than what we're going to make today. But I think the important point, the por- important points are the highlights that are the most impactful that we have found for our situation. Well, and I think also <clears throat> the, at the end of the day, all of these points are in different order for everyone. And you've got to make your own way and make your own process that's right for you. You know, that's why so many programs are popular because there's not just one that's the right fit. There's no one size fits all for dieting, for lifestyle change, for exercise, for nutrition, for mental health, because everybody's different. Yeah. And you start your change process in a different place mentally, physically, emotionally. Yeah. So even though the things that we're saying today probably is the best way to go about it. That we found. Yeah. Um, I think both of us can say we started in different places. Absolutely. Um, but what we found is that even if you're already immersed in your journey, that you, you've got to get some of the pieces in the right order to make things long lasting. That's a good way to put that. Yeah. Very, very true. And I want to say to anybody listening or anybody watching on YouTube, if you have a question or a comment or something that you would like us to talk about, please hit me up on Instagram. Please hit me up on uh, the Matt Lane Fitness YouTube channel or this podcast, um, wherever it is. Uh, I got all sorts of social media links and they're in the description of whatever you're watching or listening to this on. Um, because this this immediately, I, I was so fired up to, to dive into to this and it's just, uh, it's very, very inspiring to me. So I want to, I want to hit my my three high points first, and I'm not going to dive into. I'm just going to sort of hit, hit them, and then we'll go. Okay. You cool with that? Yeah. In this order, I believe is the importance. It starts with your mental fitness. If your behavior, if your mindset, if your habits, all of that, if that is not in line first, then the rest of the, nutri- the two more points that I'm about to make won't matter. Next is nutrition. You cannot out-train a bad nutrition plan. You cannot out-train a bad diet. Um, and then lastly is the physical piece, the physical training. Um, so mental fitness, nutrition, physical fitness. Yeah, I, I view it as like a pyramid. Same. Like, you know, like the food pyramid we yep. all learned as a kid that I think the FDA has done away with now. But, you know, you're laying a foundation because... Your mental strength, your mental tenacity is what helps keep you on track with your nutrition. And then it helps push you through your tough workouts. It helps you get to the gym. It helps you stay on track with when you're having a bad day and you just want to stress eat. So if you don't have that mental piece there, you're going to quit. You're you're not going to want to go to the gym. You're going to hit the snooze button. You're going to eat the donuts in the break room. I could almost refer to this as like the eternal fitness pyramid. You have to have a good foundation or a good base, which is that mental fitness. Um, Without a strong core being the nutrition, that thing's going to topple. And then at the very top, 
the physical fitness is the cherry on top of it all. Um, you know, I, I look at it as a pyramid, sort of like what you just said. Um, and then even within that, there's these little, I feel, sub-importances, mm -hmm. um, which, I mean, I could literally go down my list, but I, I want to give you um, sort of some spotlight here. Take your time. Go ahead. Well, I mean, this is... A collaborative effort? Okay, good. Yeah. So I think that within the mental fitness piece, it, it, it starts with having your why. What's the reason you're doing this? Um, and that is born out of psychology. Um, like that's in psychology books that you have to have a why as to um, why you're going to be doing something. Mm -hmm. So, and, and I think it's an important, something that I found very impactful along the way is that someone told me one time, your why can change. Yeah, that's good. And even good if point. like you don't have to wait to find the perfect why. Mm -hmm. And even if you find a couple of whys along the way mm -hmm. and you start and stop, you're still building even just a fine layer of a foundation. The point is that you have to have a real reason that's going to wake you up in the morning to go do whatever yeah. it is you need to do to stay disciplined. Yeah, and even after you start, your why can evolve and change over time. Yeah, I like that. Um, and I know from my own personal journey, you know, Matt really encouraged me along the way. I was um, really in a bad place mentally, emotionally, and physically uh, several years ago. And he was the kindest person, but also very persistent of, you need to be active. Why don't you try this program? Why don't I make you a program? Why don't you try this? Why don't you go to the gym with me? And I tried several times and um, I just didn't like it. I didn't want to do it. I got discouraged very easily. Um, and looking back, I hated it because I hated that I couldn't do it. It wasn't that mm, I hated okay. the gym. It was that I couldn't I didn't realize it. I didn't realize physically. That. Well, and honestly, I didn't realize it in the time. I just knew that I hated it. But the important piece was that when that day happened and I was like, I found my inspiration today. I'm going to get up. I'm going to look at some workout programs online right. and I'm going to start working out. I already knew. I could hear your voice in the back of my head. I already knew how to do a basic squat. I okay. wasn't good at it, but I knew I could hear your voice, you know, all the basics. I, I knew how to do a lunge. I knew a couple of basic movements yeah. from the times that I tried before. So I think something that I want the listeners to take away is that your failures don't have to be, or the times that you stopped before don't have to be total failures. They're layers of your foundation that you can look back on and learn why you started, what you learned during the process of why, you know, when you were going and yeah. then why you stopped. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's like, this is not one of the points, but that's why journaling, you guys have heard me talk about it before, that journaling is just so key because you have that ability to go back and look and see where you've grown. You have a literal documentation of where yep. you were, where you are now. Um, you know, the next the next piece I was going to say within that mental fitness piece was having some sort of clear plan. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have a perfect plan. I'm not saying have a perfect plan, but have a clear plan of, you know, 
what you're wanting to do because you can have your reason why, but how do you roadmap your way to that why, if that makes sense? Yeah. Um, and that roadmap can change, but you, you have to at least have some sort of clear plan, um, which means you're going to have to do some homework if it means the actual physical piece or the nutrition piece or whatever. Um, but if you just randomly go in and start working out and lifting weights this day and then you don't show up the next day that you're supposed to and then you sleep in, you know, um, and you, you're not eating how you should, then it's it's just... I know we're still talking about the mental uh, mental piece, but this bleeds into it that if you don't have that clear plan, this is what your brain is going to do. It's going to lead to you not eating what you should be eating, training when you shouldn't be training, and doing the wrong things. So getting some sort of clear plan. And to add to that, and I know we haven't talked about this podcast ahead of time, except for a few minutes last night when I said, just know I'm going to have some disagreement with your right. plan. I'm and glad. I think I'm glad. I think that's good. Something that I I agree with what you just said, but I also want to disagree just a little bit. Okay. Um, especially having lived with you for the last decade because you're a, um, a common uh, offender of this, is that you don't have to have the whole roadmap Correct. set out to start on step one. Correct. No, you're right. I totally, um, I totally agree. Just, sometimes you just got to establish what the next step ahead is yeah. and just do that. Consistency is the key no matter how slow you go. And sometimes you have to master that step before you can really even mentally take on the idea, <clears throat> excuse me, of what the next step will be. So, you know, in my journey, I didn't even consciously make an effort of, I'm going to change my nutrition. It was... We're broke and Matt, <laughs> Matt meal preps. True. So I'm just going to eat his food rather than going to Wendy's every day at lunch. Right. And when I started to lose a little bit of weight, I started to have some of those mental changes of, you know, that self-loathing kind of decreased right. a little bit. And I was a little bit more comfortable with myself. And um, it was an in incremental change where... I lost a little bit of weight, so I felt a little bit more confident, Right, which means, you know, eventually that kind of worked its way up to today I woke up and I'm going to start doing some squats. Right. And I, I totally agree with what you're saying. You cannot have a perfect plan. There is no perfect plan. Um, there's no way that you can plan for the unexpected and there will be unexpected you know, uh, you are going to have times where you're more down than not, um, you know, but having some sort of clear plan, knowing what your vices are, you know, knowing what those nutrition pieces are and knowing what those, we're still in mental, I keep bleeding over into the other pieces, I'm sorry. Well, but because they all, they all over. interconnect, but you get what I'm saying. You have to have that mental piece down. Um, and you said it just a minute ago, the next piece and the last piece of the mental fitness is consistency. 1,000% of all those points, consistency. Yeah, because what we're talking about is lifestyle change. Absolutely. Not a diet. No. Not a quick fix. Mm -mm. This isn't something, it's not a 30-day waist slim plan. Mm -hmm. or it, it, This is a lifestyle change. Yes. So in order to wrap your mind around, this isn't a 
30 day cleanse. And let me, this is a, this is a long term plan that we're, we're laying down here. And let me cut you off for just a second that I'm not saying that a 30 day cleanse is bad, or I'm not saying a 30 day right. plan is bad. If that's the kickstart that you need them fine. But what we're saying is for the person that is listening or watching, this is for you. The one that's sick of the old ways, or maybe you had an event like Nick had, Nick actually had sort of an event that hit him in the face and he was like, I have got to make a change. And he knew it was time. Mm -hmm. It's for this person. So yeah, moving into nutrition, the, the caloric goal, because whether you're trying to gain weight, whether you're trying to lose weight, fat, muscle, all of that, your calories and your macros, you have to know that we have, Jenna and I have sort of butted heads on the calorie goal and how do you measure it? I love my fitness pal. If you have watched any of my content, you know that I love my fitness pal. Um, I look at it as a great piece of control. I can control everything uh, to an extent. And you know, my fitness pal is not a thousand percent accurate, but it's really good. I even have a video on YouTube teaching you the basics of my fitness pal. Now, Jenna, and I feel the same way. It takes control and that, makes my anxiety so Jenna Jenna has the exact opposite she feels like she has a loss of control yes. or my fitness pal controls her which is just so interesting to me yeah so but the important piece though is that I have what I do is I check myself and I've had to put more of the burden on myself if I'm not willing to put the burden on my fitness pal or whatever app you're using it's my responsibility now to educate myself and remember what have I eaten today? Yeah. Um, and luckily for us, um, we're pretty boring eaters. So <laughs> if I, you know, if I learn a typical meal or whatever, um, the macros for that meal, I can kind of say that's pretty similar Yeah. to most other meals. But the point is, it's my responsibility if I'm not willing to track mm -hmm. on an app. It's my respons responsibility to self-educate. And I think that's an important piece of the nutrition is that advertisers are so clever they are and so many things that are advertised as healthy confuse or, the hell out of you folks yeah are, are not at all no. and when you really start comparing you know you think you're choosing the salad over the burger the whopper and, video yeah yeah and so i did i did a video on youtube it's uh, the impossible whopper that yeah. came out not too long ago perfect example there is 30 calories difference between a regular Whopper and a, uh, the Impossible Whopper, but it's marketed as a healthier burger. Yeah. Now, granted, it is. It does have more. It's obviously vegetable based and all that, but you get the point. Like, it's marketed as better. Yeah. Which you know. Calorically, it's the same. Yeah. You know, better is relative. Healthier right. is relative. You yes. know, all natural doesn't mean healthy. Um, so, that's a huge piece in the nutrition part. Is self-education self-education and if you're not willing to just look at the back of a nutrition label can't help you yeah and so to someone that says all right well what do you do if you don't do my fitness pal portion control education edu education educate yourself on what portion control is how many calories you need so you're going to have to look up the number at least once um and then that's how you do that mm -hmm. that's how you do that i, I will also say that the next point would be you have to eat what you like. You have to yeah. eat what you like, balance with whole foods. What that means is flexible nutrition. I, I should have just said that's flex. It's flexible nutrition. <laughs> flexible nutrition means that 
a percentage of your nutrition comes from exactly what you want to eat. And that means if it is unhealthy, yeah, that's what you eat. Of course, it would be best to not eat the unhealthy foods and just mm-hmm. eat nothing but broccoli, but we're, we are human and yeah, that is... And that's going to make you go insane. And that's honestly not how I want to live my life. Um, I'm not a legit co- competitive bodybuilder. I don't have a reason to do that. Um, so learning that balance, and that is tough. That is very tough. Even after 11 years in fitness now, it has been 11 years, right? You know, sure. my, my sense yeah. of time is terrible. Um, yeah, around that time. Even after 11 years of fitness, I still have a tough time balancing it. But I do have the ability that I, if, if I'm getting way off to the right, I know how to get back in line. Yeah. And that's just that just comes from time and doing it. Yeah, well, and knowing ahead of time that nutrition is never going to be something that you conquer. You're right. That it's a daily effort to make sure that you're eating right, that you're doing the right things, you're ongoing self-education as you know new foods come out you know nutrition evolves around us it's never going to be something that you can look back and say oh yeah uh you know october 23rd 2019 was the day that i conquered nutrition and i haven't had an issue with it since then it's not like that and i know this isn't how you meant it but looking at conquering nutrition rather that than no I can't be defeated when it comes to nutrition because like you said, it's a forever process. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be defeated. I mean, I guess unless you have coronary artery, artery disease and kill yourself, but, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying that yes. it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's a cycle that you, you can get back in line. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And I think something that has, that we struggle ongoing with is scheduling our, cheat meals ahead of time yeah we are bad we're really that. bad about that and yeah. it, it's kind of an afterthought where mm-hmm. it gets to the point where because i know when you're getting the itch for something that's not yeah. right in line with our goals you start saying like well you want to go here yeah it's just out of nowhere do you, do you have a craving right and i think that's something that we can improve on we could do better at that. because when we've been good about it before which was really when i was struggling and and needing something to look forward to yeah a week out, we would say, okay, next Thursday for dinner, we're going to go here. Well, typically it's every I'm, Friday. Yeah. Typically it's every, like, well, I'm saying that because there's context there. Yeah. Like, you know, letting them know that it was every Friday. That way we knew we had six days where we were, we were, we did really well. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, we, uh, we didn't blow it out of the water. Right. But we, uh, we got loose. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, and that's, you have that to look forward to on those six days yeah. of like, I'm going to push through because I know on friday this is what i'm gonna have right and honestly if you keep that in your sights if you fall off the wagon during the the week honestly that meal was much less satisfying yeah because i didn't stick to my goals during the week when we've talked about this before too that let's just say that you do for three weeks you've done six days really well and you've taken a cheat day once a week that is do the math for me real quick. <laughs> so that would be that would be 21 days total minus three. So that would be 18 days of good eating, right? 19, 20, 21. Yeah. So that would be three days of cheat day, right? What I'm saying is if you deviated somewhat, if you like, oh, crap, I had another cheat day. Look at it. Out of a total of 21 days, you only had three days, four days where you didn't eat exactly how you should have. Yeah. And that's the point. The next point that I was going to make for nutrition was consistency. 
Yeah. That is ultimately yeah. the big point. Well, and I think something going back to we started talking about a cheat meal and then you skipped a cheat day. I think that's an important point to make yeah. is that when I started consciously making an effort to my diet, only having one meal a week that was not in completely in line with our goals made me absolutely crazy. I needed a cheat day. So you, so you, in the beginning it was more of a cheat day Yeah. and now it's evolved to maybe a cheat meal. Right. Yeah. And the difference is that, you know, your caloric goals, you meet them over a period of time. So just because you take in, you know, 4,000 calories on your cheat day, right? think about you were in a caloric deficit for the last six days. Right. How much of that did you just ruin with your excess on your cheat day right? where it's much more difficult to do that yeah. on a cheat meal? Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Matt's a little random side. Matt's ADD moment. Another portion of the show here. Um, <laughs> that like I've tried so many different things when it came to nutrition. So I would do, um, I would do two days real clean, super clean. And then one day kind of a cheat meal and then two days on like I, what I would do is I would spread that one cheat day out and sort of half it out. And then like I got into a caloric goal of a week rather than a caloric goal for a day. So do your homework and figure out there's a billion ways to do it. Yeah. But ultimately, at the end of the day, what it matters is what what was your caloric goal? Did you meet that caloric goal? And yeah. did, you, did you do it consistently? Well, and, and changes over time. So right yeah, now it does change over if time. If you eat three of your meals a day fast food then you are going to hate life if you cook at home every meal except for one meal during the week it's going to be a tough start for you yeah you got to start small and you got to start somewhere so if that means cooking breakfast at home three days a week yeah start there keep it if it's one day a week yeah i mean just you have to start somewhere and and i think and i know that i bring this up several (laughs) i've brought it up several times before but that is why new year's resolutions don't work yeah it's because you try to do all this at once and it's too much for anybody like just start somewhere like rather than getting a soda just bring your water and do that for a month and then you know just change something else just little because that's how you incorporate that long term rather than saying, you know, I'm going to do all of this for 30 days. Well, great. You have great results, but yep. it was only for a short time. Like you, you didn't set that foundation for long term change. Keep it. Su- keep it stupid, simple or keep it. Keep it simple, stupid. But I think it, one's a little more positive. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Just keeping it, just keeping it simple, but being consistent. Moving into the physical piece, and this is the last of the three big main points that um, there are so many ways to do the physical piece or physical fitness. Um, What it boils down to is that you're doing what you like. And of course, educate Mm -hmm. yourself and all that. But do you like what you're doing? Because if you do not, you will not stick to it. Right. And and I think to that point... um, You've got to be willing to be uncomfortable to try a few different things. You do. To search it out because what you like might be something that you've never tried before. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that it, I hope that it goes without saying, um, I didn't include that piece of 
you better be ready to be uncomfortable. You better be ready to be disciplined. I'm not giving you all that because you're, if you're listening to this, you're at that point where you're sick and tired of it. So I'm not going to give you that today. Um, check out any of my other content and I'll give it to you then. <laughs> but yes, yeah, you got to have all that as well. But you have to do something that you like. You, mm-hmm. And if you don't know what you don't like, don't let that be an excuse. Yeah. Go taste everything. Go try everything. Try CrossFit. Try try powerlifting. Try Olympic lifting. Try bodybuilding. Try swimming. Try sports specific. Try try it all, mm-hmm. and figure out what you like. Yeah, there's there's so many options. No matter if you live in the city or a small town, there's there's options. There is, and I think it's important to actually know what you don't like. Absolutely. I think that's more important. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, because if you, I mean, if you just thought that you liked everything, it'd be really difficult. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've mentioned him a lot here lately, but Josh Kirsch was just so pertinent because of the actual training portion of it. He loves powerlifting. We had him on the last, on two episodes here and he loves powerlifting. Like the day that I see him switch to CrossFit, I will realize that hell has frozen over, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And it's just, it, he just, he loves it. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. I think that your likes and dislikes will evolve over time. Absolutely. Mine has. Yeah. I mean, look at, I mean, I was just outside running for like 45 minutes yeah, by, by myself. Yourself. Yeah. I was going to say without me. And I mean, I'm a total chicken. First of all, a couple of years ago, you couldn't get me outside walking by myself because I'm afraid to walk by myself. Even, I mean, we live in a decent neighborhood. There's no reason why. <laughs> I should be afraid to walk by myself in broad daylight. Um, but then, second of all, you would never have caught me running by myself. Yeah, um, that's just not something I would ever do. I don't. I, I would never run by myself. Yeah. Um, and that's something I really enjoyed today. Yeah. Um, and you're tasting. You're trying. Yeah. It it took me um, running and hating it a couple of times with Matt to really realize, like, oh, that's kind of nice outside. Yeah. Run, get some fresh air. I guess that's what happen when, happens when I force you to do something. <laughs> I'm kidding. I've never done that, but I saw a little funny piece in my head. Um, you know, I think that the next portion in the physical piece of this is to constantly learn. Now, mm-hmm. I know that that's probably not the answer for everyone, but I think that constantly learning educates you and tells you why you're doing something. Because, yes, you need to like what you're doing. Um, you know, if it's a, I'm just going to take CrossFit, for example, because it's very, very popular. Um, I don't do CrossFit. It's not my thing. I have tried it. It's just not my thing. But if you know why you are doing what you are doing, it's going to help you do it better. It's going to help you do it safer. Um, and I think that it strengthens why you enjoy doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and it's that Again, that positivity snowball. Mm-hmm. If you accomplish something physically that you mentally didn't think you could, yeah, that's a huge win. It really mentally. is. Mentally, not just physically, but mentally too. Yep, yep. So, um, selfish little piece about me. Uh, Josh Kirsch has been officially now training me. He is my coach, and um, for the past two weeks, I have hit the numbers that I should have hit uh, for the main lifts. Uh, the deadlift, uh, the bench press, and the squat, which is great. Um, you know, I'm seeing a little bit of success now, and the numbers actually moving up. And he you know he's educated me as to why the numbers are moving up. 
you know, like there's a certain way to actually, when you're doing the bench, there's a certain way that you flare out your elbows. So that gets, what I'm saying is he has educated me as to why the numbers are going up because my form is much better than, than it was when I started. So because I'm educated on it, I'm like, okay, the numbers are going up and this is why. And because I'm getting stronger. Little ADD moment. Little ADD moment. Yeah. Lastly, the physical piece. Consistency. And if you haven't noticed a running trend with all of these pieces, it's yep. consistency at the end of the day. Yep. It is consistency. And I want to add on to this. Um, and I think you saying that you have a trainer um, is a really good point that even though this is what we do, we talk about health and wellness and, you know, physical fitness and all of this, it's still an ongoing process. It's not something that you just arrive at and then you just know it all. You've done it all. It's always an evolving process. I can't tell you how much I've learned from Josh in so many different facets. One as a student, just simply stuff I didn't know in fitness. B, I learned things like as a personal trainer. Like I like I was watching him watch me and then learning what he was assessing on me. Like I've learned so much from just shutting my mouth and letting someone teach me that I know is educated. Um so yeah, absolutely. And I also want to make a point of um, everyone's journey is different, no matter if you're married to a personal trainer or not. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I think you know you've you've created several programs for me in the past, um, and I just wasn't ready to yeah, be crap, committed. Crap didn't work. And it wasn't an issue with your program. It was an issue of I just wasn't going to stick to it. Because yeah. it wasn't my idea. It wasn't me being ready. Um, and really, the way I've developed what how I work out is I follow other female fitness influencers yeah. on Instagram, on Facebook. I've tried their programs. I've sampled their little sample workouts. I look up stuff on Pinterest. Like I've I've created my own path that I love and that I want to stick to. And I recently tried someone's program that's wildly successful and and she has all of these success stories that she posts um, on her social media. And I tried her program and it's a great program. It's absolutely and I, I can understand why her followers have such great results. Um, but I like what we've developed better. What is what I, if you weren't going to say it, I was. I love it because you told me the other day, you're like, you know, I've been doing What's Her Face's program and it's really good, but I don't like it because I don't have my own autonomy. Yeah. And that was like, I think that that was one of the most intelligent things you've ever said to me when it came to your fitness. Now, I don't mean to say that like, like you're a moron. What I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is that you have learned to be in tune with yourself yeah. rather than just going through the movements of this person that made a program that, and let's, let's be honest, it is a mass produced program that is made for numerous people, which means that it cannot be tailored, you know, it cannot mm -hmm. be customized yeah. to Jenna Lane. 
um, which that's what you that's what you're going to get if you put out a mass program like that. Right. And that's a great jumping off point for you. It was great education to start. You're like, okay, well, I like this, and well, I don't, I don't like that. And then you it boiled down to, well, actually. I don't have the autonomy that I know that I would have, which is why you've created your own program with the, uh, with the help of her personal trainer husband. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's serious. I love that. I love that about you. Good job. Seriously. Yeah. That's me being the nerd that had to learn about fitness in the other room with a personal trainer. That's correct. Right there. That I could just holler out across the house and ask questions too. Yeah. It's funny. You've had little spurts of when you've, you've, like you've asked me, like, how do you do this? And then there's other times where I've come to you to talk to you about, and you look, look at me like I'm nuts. Anyway, you know, I, I, I want to sort of recap um, what we talked about because these are the basics and we went into the fine points, I think. So I gave, I think we gave you enough, enough depth and then enough surface. So to rein it all back in, what it does boil down to in order of importance is mental fitness, nutrition, and then physical fitness in that order. And then if I had to pick one of those subcategories, it would just be consistency. Mm -hmm. And again, you're going to start your journey where you start your journey. Yeah. Um, but if you're struggling with the physical piece, maybe take, take a step back on that uh, pyramid and look at your nutrition or look at your mental fitness. Um, you know, they all, it's not three separate pieces. They're all intertwined. You can't have one without the other two and be successful. They all affect one another. The mental fitness affects the way you're going to eat. The mental fitness affects how much drive you're going to have to lift the weights. I mean, the nutrition is going to support your recovery. The nutrition is going to support your brain function and the physicality supports all of the rest. It's incredible how interlaced it really is. Mm. And one more point that I want to say, if you're out there listening or watching and you're a beginner, Matt was consistent with his journey for a long time before I got on board. And life is much better with us both on board with health and fitness, but he was patient, he was kind, and I know he was discouraged over and over again, but he was, he was patient. Um, if you're the person in a relationship that's trying to change your habits and your lifestyle, you're going to struggle with that other person because they're not ready to change. Or maybe they just need your, your loving push to get them to change as well. You got to do you. This is this is your yeah, journey. That's right. Um, it, it may take a long time, but you're an inspiration, even to the people closest to you. It doesn't have to be somebody far away that's an inspiration. Matt's been my inspiration for a long time, even when I would not have admitted that. Um, and he's he's truly helped change my lifestyle and really educated me. Um, on how to live a better life, a, a happier and more joyous and productive life. So just know, don't get discouraged. If you're the first one in the relationship, whether it's husband and wife, girlfriend and boyfriend, friends, girlfriend and girlfriend, boyfriend, yeah, and boyfriend. whatever, you know, mom and daughter or whatever it is, you know, that person that's your support person may not be your support person in this journey. And you've got to learn to coach yourself through change. 
Hey. Hey, there's a podcast about that too. <laughs> um, because at the end of the day, you got to be your own coach. Yeah. Because you know yourself better than anybody else does. Yeah. And that's why I think these points are so important that what I have reverted back to when I have stumbled, when I have fallen, when I have thought, man, well, I need to be doing this program or I need to be doing Jay Cutler's program or I need to be, I need to be just like Josh or, you know, like what it boils back down to are these three big points of mental fitness, nutrition, physical fitness. And if you hit the very basics of those, you will win. That's it. Yep. That was a good one, Jenna. As I conceded to say, guys, thank you so much for being here. I really hope you got some value. Big Nick Scott, man, I hope you heard this, and I, I hope you can feel the warmth and the love I'm putting off, man. I really appreciate you. All right, guys, we will talk to you next week. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well and follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day. Yeah.